Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our podcast, A Moment of Boba, where you get to come and join us as we share with one another our life experiences. I'm Kalina. And I'm Tina, your host for today's episode. So, as you can tell from the title of our episode today, we are going to talk about careers. Um, oh, and by the way, Fanola is Fanola and TJ are not with us again. Um, but don't worry, we're more fun. <laughs> just kidding, <laughs> just kidding. Um, yeah, so we'll be talking about careers, um, why we chose, and if we chose our major and career in college, and kind of like the struggles of coming to that conclusion and of that career and just like the pros and cons of our career choice um so yeah as you guys know we kind of touched based um in previous episodes that Kalina and I are we have the same major we're both English majors in uh, with an emphasis in creative writing but we want to go into very different paths I want to go into screenwriting and that's like writing scripts for TV shows or movies and it's different from uh, from script writing which is like more of news and broadcast stuff um, and Kalina wants to go into publishing so Kalina what have you always wanted to do publishing or like have you changed to publishing from a previous career and what were your struggles and pros and cons and whatnot mm, okay <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> oh, I think in regards to like an English career, <laughs> I wanted to do travel writing at first. I mean, a part of me still wants to do travel writing, but I think if I were to think realistically, I that is going to be difficult to do. I mean, yeah. In a, in a way, it's difficult. <laughs> it's difficult because travel writing, yes, like it has the pros of getting to travel and getting to explore the world and like write about it and have people, you know, read it and want to go experience that themselves. But then like at the end of the day, all of it is about hustling and <sighs> I'm not good at that because <laughs> I mean, if you guys don't know, I have a blog and it's kind of, my blog is I haven't updated in almost like six seven maybe ten months <laughs> wow because it's just it's so difficult because like I don't know what I'm writing well I do know what I'm writing but it's just like it's just all over the place because I have book reviews I have an experience I do short stories and it's just like okay what is my niche what do I really want to focus on and I honestly don't know yet and also at the same time it does get kind of tiring to like write everything because if I'm experiencing something I want to be there in the moment and not be like okay like let me try to like remember what I can write about from this experience which is if I could remember it great but if I can't then it's like oh like oh my gosh what am I gonna do because I tried doing a little bit of travel writing like I did a short travel writing of my experience of going to Duluth the first time. And I was going to separate it into like different days and different things we've done. But I only did like, oh, day one. And we went to this park. <laughs> and then that was it. And I was like, why didn't I continue on? Because now that that whole moment's passed, I not that I forgot, but like a lot of the emotions and stuff aren't there anymore. 
which is, yeah, which is why I'm like, okay, maybe travel riding something I could do on the side for fun for myself. And then so like that kind of brought me into publishing because one, it really brings me back to my creative writing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I loved creative writing in school, like reading the stories of other people and seeing uh, like their draft, their first draft ever and helping them improve on it to be better you know and to make it more not readable but like more suitable to reach a a wider range of audience is that that the right phrase yeah yeah and so that's where i'm at right now and then like you know maybe like once i get started in the publishing field one day it's a it's a dream Mm -hmm. (laughs) i could be able to maybe publish my own book one day if I ever get there, it's so hard. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's where I'm at now, and why I kind of want to go into publishing. Um, and like with like publishing, they're like different things in publishing. So there's like being a publicist, being an editor, being what is it? Oh, there's another thing. But like, there's also like you know like different like designers to make covers and stuff. So like, there's a lot in publishing, but specifically like editorial is probably one of the parts i would look forward to the most because you get to work really closely with the author to be able to like create something and then show everybody and like of course you get like firsthand reading Mm -hmm. (laughs) of what's going to be published for everybody to see but yeah how am i gonna get there like what would you like to happen like how yeah you can talk about like how would you get there and you can also talk about like how you want to get there (sighs) like in a perfect world in a perfect world man Mm -hmm. honestly i wished i should have done more publishing internships so like right now i'm trying to look at internships where i can get into publishing or you find internships that are like more editorial so that i can take a foot into that world but you know what's yeah yeah because or like even publishing houses they have this thing called fellowships where you can go in and like try a taste of everything before like oh yeah i'm really made for this section of publishing kind of thing yeah um so travel writing i know i remember you said that you really wanted to do travel writing and like kind of what you said like realistically like it'll be so difficult because you have to you have to have enough money to even go on those experiences <laughs> and then like remembering every single detail for your audience for your readers and you know I still think like that's still like a really good um career I guess if that's what if that's what you still want to do or if you just want to do on the side because I know that that's something that you're passionate about and like we do go on spontaneous trips it's just that we don't do the spontaneous things you know like when we went to Chicago we did we went to like the basic things like we went to the bean and we went to go see the pier yeah, because I was, I wanted to write about the sauna, and... Oh, yeah. Yeah, but it was just so hard, because then I wanted to talk about each different sauna rooms, but I didn't very have a good understanding of what each sauna room was meant for. Yeah. All I knew was, like, oh, it's different heat. Yeah, there's and different lighting. <laughs> yeah, and then that's it, and then, like, I don't remember the names of the room, mm-hmm. which doesn't help, and it's just, like, I can't 
provide that full experience when I don't know it well enough myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever been discouraged from travel writing? Um, I mean, from writing, yes. For writing? <laughs> just for like more like blog wise. Oh, okay. Just because I know people don't like to read. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, yeah, guys, like reading my blog. I'm not saying like, oh, no, what are you reading it? Mm-hmm. But like, it's just like, well, yeah, nobody's going to read it because nobody's into reading. Every, like, every, everybody is more into like videos. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's like they'd rather watch it or like listen to it rather than read it, which makes me go, okay, maybe if I could form a way of also not having my blog, but like having it in like a video format or a recording format. But I'm like, videos <laughs> that's not my thing but yeah. why do you think sense. we're doing this podcast <laughs> so you don't see our faces just kidding no so it's like okay i'm trying to figure out how to attract more people into reading rather than just oh like it's just reading because you know i've talked to a lot of people and people were just like eh reading and you know and it's like me being one of those people yeah you know i've been trying to get tina to read i bought her books okay i like (laughs) books and i like the storyline it's just reading takes a takes a lot out of me i don't know why it always has like even in elementary school it just takes a lot out of me but i think now that i've learned to like like within my classes and my professors teaching about like theories that we could have and like why this happened and then we can kind of turn it into our own story like 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 when we read our the classic books like Frankenstein or like Wuthering Heights or whatever Mm. like there are different theories that I've never thought about yeah and so yeah that's the fun see that's like the fun part of what I miss about college Mm -hmm. is that you can sit (laughs) and like nerd out about books (laughs) nerd out people these days (sighs) that I'm talk no offense you guys <laughs> but people these days aren't just that interested mm-hmm. in like books and stuff yeah. and then i'm trying to like branch out from the romance zone mm-hmm. but all i see is people talking about romance and i'm like but i want to try other things like yeah. read other things yeah i'm a very i think i'm also like a very like into like that victorian kind of vibe thing like i really like sherlock yeah Holmes. like i've never really read anything by sir author Doy- conan doyle the author of sherlock mm-hmm. but like oh i love sherlock mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, yeah but yeah well so travel writing is still in the cards just not right now yeah i think travel writing it might be something on the side okay because i think more of like rather than spitting out the fact it's like oh here's Here's like a creative nonfiction put into this pr- perspective of travel writing. Mm, yeah. Yeah. All right. <sighs> well, we'll look forward to your publishing days. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. Crossing fingers. Yes. <clears throat> but yeah, for me, um, originally I wanted to do music business, <laughs> but then I took a like a an accounting class for the business part of it and I passed with a d and that almost killed me (laughs) like I couldn't I hated it I hate math in general and so that accounting class did nothing for me 
Oh man, and the professor was just not good. Like she would she would go on and on and talk about how we need to do this, how we need to solve this like problem. But the more she talked, the more I got confused. <laughs> but yeah, so then um I had like a huge breakdown and <laughs> Kalina saw me break down and she was like, It's okay. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I remember uh, that day. Yeah. Like, I've never been so mentally drained from school before. And it was like, it's just ridiculous. Like, I, nobody should ever feel overwhelmed for school because, like, we're learning, but it's just so hard to contain all that information. And I think with like school wise, you shouldn't be like dreading. Mm -hmm. I mean, okay, people dread their classes, but like, like, it's like a good kind of dread where it's like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, I have class, but it's like, but I'm so excited. Yeah. Cause yeah, yeah, because I feel like the way Tina was feeling about that finance accounting class Mm -hmm. was very different from how from how I was feeling about like my English classes. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my god, I have my class tomorrow, but like I look forward to it because of the discussions and like the different insights we get to have. Yeah, and I think like that accounting class kind of made me come back to reality because in my mind I was like. Well, if I make it in this industry, (laughs) I can just hire someone to do my accounting stuff. But then, like, I remember hearing, like, a conversation between these adults. And they're like, you know, it's so stupid. You Like, you can't even do your own bills. Like, you don't Mm. even know how much you pay. Like, that's just adulting 101. Like, you have to know how much you're paying for your bills, what to pay, when to pay, how to pay. And so that class was just like, ugh. Like, if I'm really going to have to know these things for my own good, for my own career, it's too hard. And like I said, I just really hate math. Math is not for me. I started hating it when they added letters. I'm sorry. Algebra? I could, I could, yeah, I couldn't. <laughs> okay, but I think Ugh. basic algebra is kind of fun. Yeah, basic yeah, algebra. But, but like, yeah, when it just gets too complex with accounting, mm-hmm. it, it was just too much. Because there are different scenarios mm-hmm. on how to go on about that problem. But yeah, and then, yeah, when I had that breakdown and Kalina was trying to, like, calm me down by telling me her experiences with classes and has saying, like, how she enjoys writing and reading and it's pretty easy. And I was like, I'm sold. It's, if it's easy, I'm sold. So I legit transferred to her university and I did the same freaking major as her and I have the same cl- I had the same classes as her. So, yeah, and here I am, an English major with Kalina. Um, but yeah, and now with that, I uh, want to be a screenwriter and, um, yeah, like I, I mainly wanted to do this because I was tired of seeing like remakes of Cinderella remakes or, um, multiple versions of Batman and Superman and Spider-Man and I mean like I get it, you know, with like Marvel and DC, like that's a whole different world, but yeah, I was just tired of seeing like different versions of cinderella Mm. basically and i was like why can't no one write an original script and have that like i know it's hard and and i understand that the competition is pretty high but like no one has a single original idea like not even one and so i thought like i i think i did i do pretty well with creative writing as well um and like Kalina said, like I enjoy those classes where we got to do peer review and workshop each other's pieces um, because that make that's what makes you a better writer. Um, 
Yeah, and that's what I thought. So I was like, okay, I can be creative. I can make this story. Let's go. And then I also just kind of thought, like, I also want to do representation as being an Asian woman and among women. Um, I can bring representation to my, to our people, our community. Um, yeah, and as I said in like a previous episode too, like I I feel like people of color are really sexualized and fetishized, and we're not we don't get to show our potential because like and I I've done research on these topics too for school, and I've read books and like have read articles talking about how Asian actors or producers or directors, whatever, they're at a disadvantage because of how white dominant Hollywood is, like white men specifically. And like, like the competition isn't even fair because once they see an Asian person, they think that they're not, they can't express their emotions well. Or that like, um Latinas like women specifically Latinas cannot they can only do a cleaning role or black black women can only do like a like a sexy role you know so yeah and that's what motivated me to become a screenwriter as well um I think the pros and cons kind of like what I said Pros is just like representation overall for me. Cons is just the competition mm. because and and just like the process of getting a script to producers, to the directors to like the script enough to produce it mm. um, because it takes like up to five years, like minimum, I think, to produce the script, get actors, get the scenes built and film it edit it clean it up and do like movie premieres and stuff so yeah it's pretty hardcore yeah and i think for like that route too you would have to start out with doing indie films yeah and then like also like with that it's like finding an indie company Mm -hmm. would be willing to be like oh yeah like we can do this for you like we like your script and then also there's the hustling part where mm-hmm. you have to network and get yourself out there. And yep. then that's like the really hard thing because that's the same thing with like book publishing too, you know, yeah. where it's like if you want to publish a book, then people would want to be like, okay, like how's your following? If we publish this book, would people actually even read it? Would we get any revenue from it? And it's like, oh my gosh, yeah, <laughs> oh, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. But yeah but there are re- people who are really good at hustling and making like making their stuff unique enough for people to be intrigued by it and for a fan base to like grow mm-hmm. from it yeah and i think like the writing community they're really like um how do i say it <laughs> like straightforward hold on like <laughs> Like, they'll correct you in Mm. a kind way. Like, constructive criticism. Mm, They do mm. it really well. Yeah. And that's, like, the good thing about the writing community or, like, the English community. (laughs) I mean, I feel like it would depend. Oh, really? Because there's some people who are, like, really big critics. Like, oh, this book just sucks overall, you know, Mm. kind of thing. Oh, okay, you're right. Because I think (laughs) with the way our profession 
professor. (laughs) 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 Professor did it. He wanted to make sure it was actually like kind and like Mm -hmm. constructive. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you like look at Goodreads, Mm -hmm. some of the they're just like, oh, like this book just sucks overall. Like, yeah, blah, 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 trash. Yeah. (laughs) Which then it's like, oh my gosh, like that's kind of scary. But then, yeah, there are the very few who are like, oh yeah, like they're the good points of the book and this is how the book could improve. Mm -hmm. And I think also with like being an editor, Mm -hmm. you'll have to like find all of that and not perfect it because you you can't win everybody. Yeah. But it's just like, okay, like how can we make this better to avoid so much backlash on the book? Yeah. Yeah. I think like, yeah, the writing community for journalism, especially like it's pretty rough because they have a deadline. Mm, And if the editors like doesn't like it, he's like, you need to rewrite it. Like within two hours, like you can't do that. But like you have to. It's journalism. But I I do like journalism to an extent because everything I'm a very short. I can't talk (laughs) (laughs) like a very straightforward, precise kind of language because, you know, some creative writing, it's like very what is it? Poetic. Sometimes Mm. it's very poetic, very descriptive, you know, to make it very super vivid, Mm -hmm. like the image, which is like, yeah, I can do that. But then when I when I do it, it's like a straight flat out here's the scene this is what's gonna yeah. <laughs> what's gonna happen which i think is such a big problem for me and i'm like okay how can i make it more descriptive to make it more appealing mm-hmm. to make a prettier image yeah but yeah i think it's also scary too for journalism's because journalism journalists yeah <laughs> oh my gosh but because they have to sometimes be on the scene to get that experience and be like oh yeah like That's this true. is what's happening too like i yeah. was there firsthand yeah it's surprising how hard it is for english majors to find careers because we literally can do anything but not everything wants us (laughs) (sighs) yeah no i a lot of jobs are like give me the experience Mm -hmm. like what experience do you have and if you're fresh out of college then it's like okay what experience like what 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 do you mean <laughs> yeah yeah that's tough because like some internships want people who's in school or recently graduated and some want like five years of experience for yeah, an internship which is like makes no like it's an entry-level job yeah of course you're not gonna have any experience beforehand but they want that experience but it's like you can't do that to graduates yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah and i think like so in terms of internships i didn't really understand the concept of internships <laughs> because like you know most of the time they're they're unpaid but it's for the experience um and i thought that getting experiences would be easy because when i first um n- when i first heard that i had to get an internship for my major to graduate i was like oh okay i was really i was too ambitious to the point where i actually applied for universal like to do like script writing or um screenwriting and like and um in the description it said like i would learn firsthand and meet with directors and that i would get a chance to pitch something um and it was a remote job too so i was like all right let's go but I had no experiences, so I didn't know that that would be, like, a huge part of it. Because it didn't say that I needed experiences. It was just, like, an open-ended mm. internship. 
Um, and like my, the internship that I did do, I did marketing and outreach uh, um, for an insurance company. And so like in a way that does kind of play into like English or writing or whatever, but it wasn't screenwriting. And so I don't, I still don't have that experience to even apply for an internship that wants an experienced <laughs> screenwriter, if that makes sense, you know? Yeah. Cause like even like, yeah, cause I did a copywriting internship and that's like, cause you know, a lot of internships that I've seen for writing are more seasonal mm -hmm. and other. So like once that season is over, it's like, okay, we're letting you go now. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, okay, that's not like a consistent year. So like, what did you learn? What have you done? Mm -hmm. And like, you know, I feel like I've done a decent amount of my internship. Yeah. <laughs> but like at the end of the day, when you look at job descriptions, it's like, okay, we're going to need you to do A, B, C, D. And it's like, okay, like where do I fit in in all of this? And then, you don't have that full oh two three year experiences mm -hmm. kind of thing <sighs> and it's just like okay and then when you look at other app because i've applied to a lot of different places and it's like yeah we are gonna move forward with other applicants like stronger applicants and i'm like okay like what not like what did they have mm -hmm. that i don't yeah but it's like okay what do they have in their resume what have they done you know to like make their resume stronger mm -hmm. and better for them to be a more potential candidate especially if it's like yeah i wish they would just give a little bit more feedback mm -hmm. but yeah. it's not yeah and it sucks for internships for uh, college students because minimum that we need like just to pass the internship part of our major is like four to six months but other internships need like a year at least a year of experience uh, from an internship but that's hard for us yeah but, like, kind of going back to what Kleena said about me having to do, like, indie films. Um, yeah, that's why I said previously in another <laughs> episode, as I keep repeating myself, um, that I am, I want to focus more on filmmaking after I graduate. Because I am being, I'm going, my brother is gifting me with, like, things to help me with filmmaking as a graduation slash Christmas gift so yeah I really want to produce produced produce films and make OTV productions like make the productions of OTV a little mm -hmm. bit better um yeah and I think that will also give me a chance to write again for screenwriting and I may or may not I most likely will take screenwriting classes um in my area because they're only like two hundred dollars for like a week like okay, a class not bad a class uh for a whole week um and they're like the instructors are people who have exceeded in the industry too so mm. yeah so that's just something yeah. that i'll most likely be working on mm. after i graduate yeah no i saw something too it was so funny too because yeah. you know like random Instagram is figuring out what I'm interested in and what <laughs> I'm not interested in these days. Yeah. And one thing that popped up for me today was like this like writing class or whatever where you get to work with somebody who's been who's like a novelist or somebody who who's really good at with like creative writing and like poetry and stuff and you can get classes from them, which is like very similar to getting an MFA mm -hmm. in creative writing, but 
it's not really one mm-hmm. and i was like oh like maybe but then i was like do i really want to yeah <laughs> but i don't know i think yeah for sure something to think about more and i think if i were i should uh, it's so hard but i've been thinking about looking into getting more things published mm-hmm. or trying to get myself out there more to get published in journals because then that would like increase of like oh yeah like there's this person mm-hmm. that like, we're noticing. i am capable yeah. of being published and it's like trying to because i know a lot of the big highest chance of getting published is to like using my cultural heritage mm. which is like yay but then at the same time like yes i am mong but then there's also like more to me, you yeah. know, than just being Hmong. Like, yes, you want to understand the Hmong experience. But then like at the same time, because we aren't traditional Hmong family, I'm not mm-hmm. from a traditional Hmong family. Yeah. I don't have all of that. Mm-hmm. So like, how can I incorporate that with who I am and my family is at the same time mm-hmm. all together to create something that would cause interest and be like, oh, okay, kind of something different, you know? Mm-hmm. I think... Yeah, like, that is tough, but I think, like, you are different from other Hmong authors, I would say, because a lot of them are from the traditional, like, shaman roots, whereas we grew up Christian, and we have a different perspective on life, and we have different beliefs, and I think that's a lot, that's something that people don't really know about, because whenever people ask me, at least, they think that I do, like, they they assume that I do those traditional things because that's our quote quote culture, which like it is and it isn't, you know, like yeah. it's just like it's just something that we do out of fear, if that makes sense. <laughs> cause I mean, cause I've talked about this with like my friends who aren't Christians. Mm-hmm. And when like in the context when we talk, it's kinda like, oh, you guys aren't very Hmong traditional. You guys are like more Americanized. That's how they would put it. Because it's like, well, if you're a Christian, then you don't do the Hmong traditions, meaning that you do American things. <laughs> Which mm. is like, yes and no, because our values, not our values, but like the way we see life in of it is still very much Hmong in mm-hmm. a way. Like with the way like the values our grandparents and our ancestors, they mm-hmm. carry down it flows down through the family tree so like yes we do things in a more quote quote westernized american way but then we still hold some of those Hmong values for example like we no tabooing yeah no tabooing (laughs) no 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 oh my gosh yeah it's just like the little things you know like yeah it's just yeah the way we grew up is just different um but yeah 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 Yeah. i mean I was telling, I was like, there's this idea that I have in my head, but then it was like, it's about my grandma, Mm -hmm. but she passed away, so I can't really ask her about it, but in a way, it's like, okay, it's still like, kind of Hmong culture based, but at the same time, it's like, because it's my grandma's story. Yeah. So I was like, okay, what if I wrote it out, but like in a, it's like based on true events, but it's fictional. Well, we'll have Mm -hmm. to see how it goes from there, because then I'd have to like dig into Hmong history. Or, like, how Hmong traditions and stuff like that work out. Because yeah. <laughs> cause I don't know. And I'm very unknowledgeable mm-hmm. about, like, the Hmong culture and everything. Yeah. But and, like, our history is really complex. Like, we don't even know where we came from. Yeah. Like, in, 
Yeah. We like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that was a lot to unload, but thank you for listening. Um, Thank you for tuning into this episode. Um, Please look forward to next week's episode and hopefully we'll all be together again. Um, And remember to follow a moment of Boba for the latest in our lives until next time.